This is a public service announcement brought to you by Drinks with Dub Podcast. The creators and producers, namely Dub City himself, would like to inform you that this show has been produced with no chill, no filter, and a grand total of zero, let me say that again, zero fucks given. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you and you alone are responsible for any and all feelings of anger, insecurity, and jealousy, as well as being triggered or offended. Any offense taken will most likely be ignored. However, if you do choose to contact or troll the host in any way, you do run the risk of being publicly ridiculed and called out for being a sensitive-ass little bitch. Now, with further ado, ladies and gentlemen, your host, in the Ladies and gentlemen, this is Drinks with Dub, and I am your host, Ian Dub, aka Mr. No Filter, aka Mr. No Chill, aka Mr. Yeah, I might have fucked your bitch back in the day, but that's water under the bridge. Let's just let bygones be bygones, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dub City, and after a three, three and a half month hiatus due to the birth of my beautiful new son, Jackson Drake, I must say, it feels so good to be back. Brand new episode. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. So uh, thank you for thank you for those that have bared with me through uh, through the last couple of months. I know I've been you know very very inactive, but that's just uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, baby boy was born back on September twenty fifth. Um, so he's coming up on, he's right at two and a half months old, coming up on three months. Um, beautiful, healthy, you know, great, you know, little bundle of joy. We couldn't be happier. We could be more well rested, but I think that's just, that's just life now when you have a newborn baby. But, you know, thank you for everybody that's, you know, called, text, come by, helped out, bought something, gave us something. You know, anything you've done, you know, over the past few months, you know, since since Jackson's been born, greatly appreciated. Um, thank you for all the likes and comments on social media and everything like that. Um, greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. But baby boy or no baby boy, tired, not tired. As they say in the circus, the show must go on and go on the show will. Um I thought about, you know, I've been, you know, thinking about, you know, getting back on the mic, doing the podcast for a few weeks now and just haven't, you know, been able to make it work. And I've been trying to figure out what I wanted to do. One of the things I thought about doing was doing an episode um, of just basically catching up. I was going to call it uh, Overdue Smoke and to catch up on all the crazy shit that's been happening that I didn't get a chance to talk about. Um Kanye West, you know, comes to mind um, thinking he's a superhero because he wears a Make America Great Again hat. I mean, um, the Conor McGregor situation with him and, uh, is it Habib, Khabib, whatever. Anyway, that whole, the, the that situation at the fight where dude jumped over the cage to start fighting Conor's friends and teammates and shit, like, 
you know, there's been a lot of shit going on, and it's just too much to try to backtrack and um, make up for, you know, make up for lost time. You know, you can't make up for lost time. And once it's gone, it's gone. Um, that's a life lesson for you right there. I'm already back to dropping knowledge. I ain't even mean to. That's just what I do on the Drinks with Doug podcast. Um, but here I am. Um, one of the things that I'm going to start doing, and I'm actually going to do it now, and I'm going to explain it to you. Um, if you may have seen, you probably didn't because you didn't comment on it. But I posted a thing um, a week or so ago, and I said to, you know, drop your favorite inspirational quote in the comments and that's something I want to start doing maybe not every week but on a regular basis where I'll ask you to to comment something you know this you know this time it was your favorite inspirational quote you know I may do movie quotes or songs or you know various things and I'll you know read some of those on the podcast or whatever so that's what I'm going to do you know now one of like I said you know I ask people to to drop their favorite inspirational quotes in the comments. Um, I would like to come up with like a name for this segment. You know, there's a couple of different things I want to start doing that, you know, I would like to maybe come up with like a name and like a little fancy intro to do, but you know, I'm just not there yet. I ain't got the time for that kind of shit. Um, so I'm just doing it and winging it, you know, like I always have, but, um, the inspirational quotes I got, I got a few that I'm going to read to you. Uh, one of them, and I'm not even sure this qualifies as inspirational exactly, but I, I did like it. It says, always remember that you are unique, just like everyone else. And I read that and I was like, oh, that's that's kind of inspirational. But then again, it's kind of like a slap in the face. Like, you're not really special. But then again, I guess you could look at it like, you know, everybody has something unique about them. Like, that's that's a way to look at the world that, you know. You're special, but then again, everybody else is special too. Everybody's special in their own way. Um, another one was life passes most people by while they're making grand plans for it. And that was, you know, that's something that, you know, really kind of struck me. Like, if you think about it, you know, most people, you know, in in life in general are various things. And I'm, I'm guilty. I've been guilty of it. And I'll give you two occasions where I was guilty of it. Um, back when I was, back when I was younger, uh, when I worked at McDonald's on the second, the, I think it was my second go around at McDonald's, um, I was just kind of twiddling my thumbs. You know, I had some opportunities to kind of move up the ladder a little bit and kind of, you know, drug my feet thinking to myself, it's McDonald's, you know. I'll find something better. At the time, I was 20, 21 years old. You know, I'm partying, drinking, doing whatever, having, you know, I, I was living my best life before the song was, you know, a thing. It was basically what I was doing. And, you know, not really thinking about, ooh, you know, I can move up this corporate ladder and, you know, be somebody in the McDonald's thing, you know, corporation. I'm just thinking, nah, this job is McDonald's. I'll find something better. And when I do, you know, life will be good. And, you know, time passed by and it's like, ooh, I'm still in the same place I was two, three years ago when I could have been moving up. And, you know, so that's that. And then another time was back before I got into the podcast, back when I was, you know, starting to do the music thing, um, there was a group of us that we used to sit around and 
talk about doing music, but we never did music. And I don't know, you know, it was like, oh, we should do this and we should do that. And like, oh, that's a great idea. We should do that. Oh, that'd be hype. And we would never do shit. We would just talk about doing shit. And, you know, again, time, time marches on and you look around a year later and you still ain't done the shit you said you was going to do. So that's something, you know, something to remember, you know, to live life. Don't let, you know, don't let it pass you by while you make plans to live it. You know, actually get out there and live it. Do something. Um, this is another one I really like. Um, everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. And that's something I've, you know, I've harped on. I don't know if harped on is the right word, but that's, that's definitely a sentiment that I've expressed to people over the years, um, particularly when it comes to education and the school systems and the way we judge intelligence, so to speak. And the example I always give is in school, they may ask you to list all 40, all 45 presidents in order. And there's some kids that can do that and they, they'll sit and they'll study and they'll go from, you know, from Washington to Trump and they won't miss a beat. And then there's another kid that doesn't care about listening to presidents and he fails that test. Okay. So you think that the kid that passed the test is smarter than the kid that failed the test. But if you take those same two kids and you said, hey, list me all, you know, the, the last 45 Super Bowl winners. The kid, you know, that didn't study for the president test, he loves football and he lists all the Super Bowl winners without a problem. And the kid that studied the presidents doesn't know anything about football and he can't do it. So who's more intelligent? They did the same exact thing. They just did it in a different set of circumstances. You know what I mean? So we need to think about how we judge people's intelligence and judge their value. You know what I mean? Take, um, you take a drug dealer, for example. All a drug dealer is is a businessman. That's all they're doing is running a business. But I mean, obviously it's illegal, but we look down upon them like, oh, they're, you know, they've resorted to selling drugs because they weren't smart or they're, you know, they can't do this. So this, they, this is why they sell drugs. Like, yeah, okay. They've made decisions, obviously, that led them down this path. But at the same time, if they're a successful drug dealer, all they're doing is running a business. They're thinking about things like supply and demand and overhead and reinvesting and all the things that you need to do to run a business they're doing. They might not know the terms for it, but they're putting it into action. So, you know, just something to think about. You know, that's, you know, those are the ones that I like this week, man. So be on the lookout, man. Follow, follow the page um, Drinks With Dub on Facebook if you haven't. Follow it on Instagram if you haven't. Um, I'll be posting more things for for you guys to interact with and, you know, try to get those things read on the air. Just a little something to have some interaction, some back and forth. I want this to be your show, too. Not really your show. It's my show. That's why it's called Drinks With Dub. But I want my listeners to play a part in the show. 
you know, sort of in a, an appreciation. Like, you know, you guys take the time out of your day to listen to me sit and talk. You know, hey, I want you to I want you to feel like you have a part, you know, in this. Because without you, it wouldn't really be a show. It'd just be me talking, which I do enough of anyway. Brittany can tell you that. I'll rant and rave about nothing on the couch. And so I might as well put it in the podcast and distribute it so that everybody else can either enjoy or suffer as she enjoys or suffers. But but that's that. Um, real quick, um, another thing I'm going to do. Uh, I, got a, I do have a new segment that is about to debut in just a moment. Um, what I need everybody to do is go to, on Facebook and Instagram, allflix.tv. That's A-L-L-F-L-I-X dot TV. Follow, follow that uh, page on Instagram and Facebook. It's a... Uh, it's a movie review page uh, from my man Jonesy. Um, Jonesy is a cat I've known for known for a few years now, and I've learned that when he sinks his teeth, when he gets involved in something, it's a it's a quality venture. Um, it's you know something it's something that's you know done well, is done properly. Um, and I like movies. You know, lots of people do like movies. I don't have time to watch movies. Um, and when I do get to watch, a chance to watch a movie, it's usually a cartoon. It's a kids' movie. Um, the last, the closest thing I think to a new grown-up movie I watched recently was my ten-year-old came to me, and I had suggested something. I can't remember what I suggested that we do, but he was like, "Ooh, can we watch The Greatest Showman?" And I had seen the commercials for The Greatest Showman when it first came out. It's uh, Hugh Jackman. It's the ring, uh, Barnum and Bailey circus and all of that stuff. And I was like, ooh, that looks like something I want to watch. I like, I love biographies type stories like that about, you know, famous people go behind the scenes of what was really going on. I love those type of movies. But then I found out it was a musical and I was like, eh, I don't really know if I want to sit in my house and watch a musical. I'll go to a musical. You know, I love musical plays like on stage, but as a movie, Musicals are not generally my thing, but it was for it was it's for the kids. You know what I mean? The boy wanted to watch it, so we sat and watched it. It was a really good movie. I've gotten myself off track. But what I'm gonna do uh probably every week is I'm gonna uh have a message uh from Jonesy and just kinda give him a little time to make his own little spiel about whatever he wants to, movie of the week, you know review of the week, whatever, but I'm going to let him have his own little segment and you can listen, get some suggestions on what to watch, what not to watch, what's, you know, stay abreast of what's about to come out. Um, and like I said, you can follow him on allflix.tv on Facebook and Instagram. But other than that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to slide it to my man Jonesy, the movie plug, and let him do his thing. Jonesy, it's all yours. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Jonesy from allflix.tv. I am your movie plug, and this is a movie lover's favorite place to be, I promise you. I got a couple different things to talk about, so check out my movie rant starting right now. Now, I'm going to start with my movie pick of the week. This is a 2018 sleeper, in my opinion, but one I highly recommend to anybody that's a fan of the heist genre. Talking about Den of Thieves, released back in January this year. Now, I know heist movies have been done to death, starting with like the Ocean series, but this one's really cool. It's got a great cast with Gerard Butler, O'Shea Jackson Jr., 50 Cent, 
and a lot more leading the way. They all do a great job. It's got action. It's got humor. It's got everything you need in an action movie. Definitely check it out when you get a chance. It's got a twist at the end that made me excited for a second movie if they decide to go that route. So check it out, Den of Thieves. Next, we got my trailer of the week. I think they just dropped it today, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm talking about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Now, this is the second movie in this series. And if you're a fan of Godzilla and like big monster fights and all that, I think you're gonna be in for a treat. They do have to work out some CGI issues that I saw in the trailer, but it doesn't release until the summer of 2019, so I think they have plenty of time, but I have pretty high expectations for it. It looked great, and I'm excited to see it next summer. Finally, I gotta highlight the biggest flop of the week. No, the biggest flop of 2018. This made my number one worst movie of the whole year. This one goes to The Meg, starring Jason Statham. Honestly, you can forget I even said that. This movie isn't even worth your attention. Don't go see it, don't rent it, don't watch it on TV, don't talk about it, don't think about it, just leave it alone. And Dub, I'm sorry I even brought it up on your podcast, because it's terrible, it's bad, it's ass. Like, leave it alone, <laughs> just leave it alone, it's bad. Look, that's all I've got for y'all this week. Shout out to Dub City and the Drinks With Dub podcast. If you haven't already, follow him on Facebook, at Drinks With Dub, for all your unfiltered and unapologetic content to get you through the week. Now, if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, at allflix.tv, for all your movie needs. My name is Jonesy, and I am your movie plug. All right, all right, all right. Shout out to my man Jonesy. Shout out uh, to him at uh, allflix.tv. That's your movie plug right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hit him up. Follow his pages for all your movie needs. Find out, you know, what's hot, what's not, what's what's popping, what's dropping. Um, like I said, he'll be doing that pretty much every week. Pretty much every week you'll, you'll be hearing Jonesy's voice on the podcast, letting you know what's going on. But I am back. And I got a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is a hypothetical interview that I want to do. Um, way back when, when I first started the podcast, that was that was what I was doing. I was interviewing various people for various reasons. Um, a hypothetical interview that I would love to do is I want to interview a a president, a, you know, I'll, I'll interview Trump, you know what I mean? A current, you know, the current president or a past president it doesn't really matter. And it doesn't, you know, have to be, you know, a Democrat or Republican or anything. And I think hypothetically speaking, I have a good shot maybe of getting to a point where I can land this interview because I don't want to talk politics. Like I don't want to talk politics or foreign policy or any of that stuff. None of that stuff matters to me. Like, I want to get answers to some questions that I have about certain situations that are not really politically based. Like, I don't need, I don't need the, the, the official answer. Like, I need the real answer. And the situations that I'm talking about is I watch movies, I watch TV that feature, um, Feature the president in some form or fashion. A lot of times, the movie's not even really about the president, 
but something's going on in the world and uh, Independence Day, for example, you see like they, they're looking at the radar and they see the, the alien ships are coming or whatnot. And they're like, oh, this, you know, this is bad. And they see some shit going on. And at some point during this situation, somebody like, you know, a general or something will kind of, you know, sigh and get this real serious look. And they'll walk over and pick up the phone and they'll say, get me the president. That's what I want to know. That's the that's the situation I want to dive into. When somebody picks up the phone and they say, get me the president. First off, I want to know who's on the, the other end of that phone. Like, how do you just call somebody and you just say, get me the president? Like, is there an official president getter? At the White House? Or are you even calling the White House? Are you calling somebody else? Like, where does that phone call go where you can pick up the phone and say, get me the president? And somebody will then retrieve the president for you. Like, I thought the president was like the top guy. Like, I didn't think you could just get him. Like, I didn't think the president could just be gotten. You know what I mean? It's, it's interesting to me. Like, I want to know who is on the other end of that phone. And then also... Another thing I want to know, who decides like who decides that the president needs to be gotten? You know what I mean? Like if I'm a general or or somebody and I see something that's happening and I think to myself, oh, my God, I need the president. And I pick up the phone and call whoever it is on the other end of that line. And I say, get me the president. Is it like automatic that, you know, they just get me the president because I said so? Or do they then decide whether I'm overreacting or not, like, like I would hope there would be some sort of in between, like a decision making process of, you know, I say, get me the president. I would hope somebody then says why, you know what I mean? Like they don't show that in the movies. They'd be like, get me the president. And the next thing you know, you see the president, it cuts to the scene with the president being briefed on what's happening. You know what I mean? So, and I'm, you know, wondering like how easy is it to get the president? Um, another thing I want to know is on the flip side, on the other side, the only thing that ever happens in between that is you'll see him say, get me the president. And it'll be quiet for a second. And then they say, then wake him. You know what I mean? Like the president's asleep. Then wake him up. Like I would think it shouldn't be that easy to wake the most powerful man in the world. You know what I mean? So I want to, I, I would really like to dive into that process and find out what happens when somebody says, get me the president? I want to know that process. Like I said, I mean, it doesn't have to be any particular president, you know, a Republican or a Democrat, you know, because I don't want to talk about your policies. I don't need none of that. You know what I mean? I just want to know, like, what is going on in the White House and how often does it happen? That's another thing I want to know. How often does somebody say, get me the president and the president is then gotten and how often does somebody say, get me the president? And then the decision makers be like, motherfucker, that, we don't need to get the president for that. We can handle that shit. Like, you just need the vice president or you just need the secretary of state or I'll get you the chief of staff. Like, how high up do you have to be in the chain of command that you can say, get me the president? Like, I, you know, I can't get, obviously, I can't get the president. You know what I mean? Like, but I know people in the military, my, you know, my good buddies, you know, in the military. Can he say, 
you know, how high do you have to go to, to, to be able to get the president? It's interesting to me, you know, because like I said, you see it in the movies all the time. And I would imagine that it happens in real life, that there are people in the world and that are involved in things that, you know, we don't necessarily see what's going on in somebody, you know, the president has to know about these things. You know what I mean? Like he's got to be informed. So what's the process of informing him? And what's the protocol if, you know, when the president's asleep or, you know, Hey, hadn't happened yet. You know, it hadn't happened yet, but you know, most every president thus far, to my knowledge, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Every president that I can think of was a married man. You know what I mean? With a wife. And so, you know, at some point, you know, there might be some, some presidential hanky-panky going on in, you know, in the White House. Like, what's the protocol I'm trying to interrupt that? You know what I mean? Like, of entering the president's bedroom or his private quarters and just barging in or do you have to like is there a special knock to let you know like this some serious shit or this is some shit that could wait you know what I mean like suppose um, suppose that 9-11 had happened at night you know what I mean that 9-11 happens at 2 o'clock in the morning Washington time you know like what's the protocol to to notify the president that this has happened i mean this is a tragedy obviously the president needs to know about this he needs to be out front and you know making speeches and doing things and figuring out making moves you know do you just barge in the president's room and whatever's going on on the other side of the door be damned or like i said do you have to knock and who who has that job who is the guy that has to go in the middle of the night and wake the president because somebody has picked up the phone and said, get the president. It's the kind of shit I want to know. You might not want to know it. This is the kind of shit I think about. You know what I mean? This is the kind of shit I sit and I think about in my head. That's welcome to my brain, ladies and gentlemen. Um, speaking of my brain, one of the things I've thought about recently, actually I've thought about it a lot, but a lot more recently, is... Anybody, anybody that has gotten into a form of entertainment, be it music, acting, writing, me with this podcast, whatever, anybody that has gotten into that, and if they tell you different, they are a liar, I guarantee you, on some level, they have thought about being famous for doing that, okay? No matter how logically you may be aware of the improbability of that happening. Like me sitting here right now. I'm in my kitchen recording, you know, this podcast on a laptop and a microphone that, you know, in all, I've, I may have spent about $400 on this equipment to start out to do this podcast. I know that the odds of me making it so to speak are slim to none it's really it's probably not gonna happen okay that's just a fact if it does happen it'd be great but that's not what i'm banking on like i'm not banking on the fact that this podcast is gonna blow up and i'm gonna be somebody but i've thought about it 
Like, it'd be nice if that were to happen. It'd be great. And I would love it. I would love to get paid for this. I would love to make money doing this. But that's just not the case. And it's probably not going to be the case. But there's another reason that I cannot make it. That I will not make it with this podcast with the, to, to a level of fame and wealth. And the reason is that people have become sensitive little bitches. Okay? And you see you see it all the time. It just happened to Kevin Hart, you know, who's had to step down from hosting the Oscars. It happened to the to James Gunn, who got fired from being the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it happens to people all the time. It happens to athletes and you know, people get in trouble for some shit that they said years ago. Like, you know what I mean? I, I saw somebody, I just saw a thing, and I can't think of his name, but he's a football player. He plays for the Baltimore Ravens, and they just found some tweets that he sent when he was in fucking high school. And they're like, oh my God, look what he tweeted. Internet anger, and you know, such things ensue, and he's got an issue an apology, and I've grown since then, and the team has got to to issue a statement and say, we stand behind our player. That's not, you know, those tweets aren't representative of our culture, and that's not the person that we know him to be, and, and it's like, of course it's not the person you know him to be. He's a grown-ass man. He tweeted some shit when he was in high school, okay? And yeah, when you're in high school, you say some fucked up shit. That's 80% of what high school is, is saying fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Like, I like I shudder to think what would happen if, like, you know, me, my, my age group, you know, exennials, if you will. You know, that's a whole other thing. Yes, I am an exennial. Do not, do not call me a fucking millennial. Okay? Don't do that shit. I'm not a millennial. I'm an exennial. But we'll we'll touch on that another day. But like our age group, like I shudder to think what would happen if we had had Twitter then, if we had had social media then. Cause like I said, that's what we did. We said fucked up shit to each other all the time. That was a that's what we used to do. You know. Shout out to my people, you know, Charles County graduates in the old high school. Like, the black people, for the most part, would hang out in the gym before school started. Like, you get to school, you know, the classes hadn't started yet. You're just there. You're chilling, doing whatever. There was a, a group of us that would hang out in the gym. And we would generally sit by the scores table, you know, that was set up for basketball. And we would sit and talk shit to each other. And we would yeah, and we would say crazy, outlandish things to each other and about each other, and we did it out of fun and love, and you know, nine and a half times out of ten, nothing came of it. Nobody got upset, you know. It's just what we did. So I shudder to think like what would happen if one of us became famous and they had a record of all the shit that we said and be like. Oh, you can't, you know, I know you just won the Super Bowl MVP and you're in line to get this, you know, amazing contract, but we'd like to refer you to the statement you made on March 15th, 2002, 
And like, really? And then that like your whole career is down the drain because you said some dumb shit when you was young. Like it was, what's the dude's name? Uh, Khalid, Khalid, young, dumb, young, dumb and broke, young, that nigga. That was life. We was young, dumb and broke. That's what we do. We, you know, we talked and we said fucked up shit and we battle rapped and said more fucked up shit and we went out and did fucked up shit. That was life. You know what I mean? But thankfully, back then, we didn't have the luxury of social media. You know? We didn't have the luxury of social media, which can and then turn into a hindrance. You know what I mean? Like, social media, if you use it, you know, it's a great thing and it can also be a dangerous thing because these things that you say, once you say them, they're out there forever and you never know when somebody is going to get bored. Like, for one, like how bored do you have to be to scroll through Kevin Hart's Twitter feed for the past 12 years to find this shit that he said? I didn't know you could scroll back through Twitter that motherfucking much. To find something that was said 10 years ago and make a deal out of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to me. So, I know for a fact, like, I'm never going to make it. Because as soon as I get to a level of starting to make it, they're going to be able to scroll through my Facebook and find all kind of shit that I said that was fucked up. And be like, oh, you're insensitive or you're... You know, you're you're this or you're that. And I'm like, yeah, well, if that's what you want to think, like, I said what I said. Okay? I may say fucked up shit, but in general, I try to treat people with respect. Like, I may say things, but to me, saying things and doing things are completely different. Like, don't judge me by my words. Judge me by my actions is what I would tell people. And at the same time, like I'm not gonna apologize for I'm I'm not gonna apologize for some shit that I said ten years ago. And another thing I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna keep apologizing for some shit. Like if I go like if I say some shit on this episode that offends you, like you know y'all be like, dude, you 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 crossed the line. That was fucked up. You shouldn't have said that. I'll be like, you know what? That 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 was my bad. You know, I had a, you know I had a point of view that you know. I thought I could turn it into a joke and make it funny, and it obviously wasn't funny. People thought it was fucked up. That's my bad. That wasn't my intent. And to me, after that, the situation's done with. You know what I mean? Like, it's over. Said it. I apologize. Didn't mean to offend you. Wasn't my intent. We good. Kumbaya. What I'm not going to do is apologize again for it five years later because somebody else brought the shit back up when I was up for a new job or something like that. No. Like, that is fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the way I see things. So, so that's, that's where I'm at with this shit. Like, I'm tired of the internet mob mentality that can jump on people and have people fired from jobs. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the part that bothers me. It's like, you, people are getting fired from jobs because of things that they said. You know what I mean? And it, it bothers me. And I'm not even going to get into the, to the difference 
in how it's handled with black people and white people. Actually, I am going to get into the difference in how it's handled with black people and white people. Um, Columbus Short, um, you probably, if you know Columbus Short, you know him from um, his role in Stomp the Yard. You know him from This Christmas. He's done, he's done, he's done, you know, quite a few things. He was, he was on the come up for a while and he landed the, he landed the role of Harrison on Scandal for five seasons, six seasons, something like that. You know, four or five seasons, whatever, however long he was on it. And he got accused of some shit. He got accused of domestic violence. And like two, three episodes later, he was, they found him in the desert with his brains blown out. Bullet hole in his head. This motherfucker is dead. He ain't coming back to the show. That nigga dead. I watch, me, me and my girl, me and Brittany, we watched The Ranch on Netflix. We've watched it since we first discovered it a few years ago. And it's a great show. We love it. It's funny. Ashton Kutcher, um, a couple other people, Sam Elliott. It's, it's a funny show. If you had not watched it, check it out. Anyway, Danny Masterson used to be one of the stars of the show. He played Ashton Kutcher's brother in this show. And he got involved in some shit last year where he was accused is you know of sexual assault and misconduct and all this it was involved in some Scientology type shit and it was covered up blah 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 it started to come out they took him off of the show Danny Masterson's no longer on the ranch well this season that just came out that you know just popped up was the first it's the first one they've done without him and in the last season, in the last episode of the last season, after all this shit started coming out, they started, they wrote him off the show. And what happened was, he was involved in a storyline where he was, he had this ex, he had this girlfriend that he broke up with, but he was still sleeping with, whatever. And then she, her ex-husband gets out of prison and comes back into town and they start having a thing and he's, he's still screwing her and it's a whole thing and the boyfriend like threatens, the ex-husband threatens him like you need to get out of town for some bad shit happened to you and I ain't afraid to go back to prison and you know Danny Masterson he split like as, in the last episode so then come fast forward to this season they spend about two two episodes like where they looking for him and like he's missing we can't find him whatever you know what's going on and this and that and then they find out he you know he, he had a bike he had a motorcycle wreck and they find the bike and it's mangled it's at the bottom of a cliff in a ravine and you know all of this shit and then they finally you know uh, you know rooster's gone and they had a funeral memorial service for him and all of this shit but I want to point out and I wanted to start as soon as it was over it was very emotional it was great it was well done it was good TV but I, I pointed out as soon as it was over I was like did you notice they never found this man's body. Okay? They never found his body. So they assumed him dead and had a funeral and moved on with the show. But because they never found his body, if the shit ever died down or come out that he was falsely accused or whatever, they could always bring him back to the show on some, he faked his own death to hide from this crazy ex-husband who's, you know, just got out of prison to threaten to kill him. They can always do that because they never found his body. So we assume he's dead and he probably is. But if they decide to, he can just not be dead. He can just have been gone for three years and just walk back into the bar and be like, can I get a beer? 
where the fuck you been? We thought you was dead. We buried you. Like, you didn't bury me. I'm alive and well. But with niggas, they gonna show you with your brain, brains blown out. Like, ooh, he, y'all like to use double words now on the internet? Oh, he dead, dead. You know what I mean? So, so that's that. That's why I can't be famous. Um, that's why I hope I don't get famous. Like, I kind of hope I don't get famous so I don't have to answer for some of the wild shit that I did back in my day. Because we did enough wild shit back in my day. Shout out to all the people that did it with me. Um, I hope the shit work out for y'all. But the truth be told, man, like, it's just, that's just the world we live in. The world is sensitive. The world is, we, we coddle people. We've got this internet mob mentality that, to me, is just ridiculous. Like, Put your big boy pants on and get the fuck over it. You know what I mean? Especially, especially when we live in a world where a man can say to another man, hey, look, man, let me tell you something. When you got money like me, when you get, when you rich and you famous, women let you do whatever. You can just walk up to a woman. You ain't even got to know her. When you got money, you can just grab the bitch by the pussy and they let you do it. When a man can say that, and a month later be elected president of the United States, why the fuck are we firing a comedian for making a joke? I just want you to think about that for a minute. Think about that, let that marinate with you. That's the world that we live in. That if you say some fucked up shit, you can get elected president, but you can't host the Oscars. Just something to just something to marinate on but that's all I really got to say maybe I'll get famous maybe I won't but until until that day comes actually I don't know if that's the right phrase or not maybe I'll get famous maybe I won't but regardless I'm still gonna be doing this show as long as the fuck I feel like it cause I ain't got nobody to answer to yet you know when I get some people that I gotta answer to I might change some things but till then I'm gonna keep doing me Hope you keep listening, because I'm going to keep talking, because that's what the fuck I do, people. Like, these these are the thoughts that I have in my brain, and I just share them into the microphone, and magically, it's called a podcast. Like, I could just be some drunk nigga ranting at a party, but I got headphones on, I got a microphone, I'm sitting in front of a laptop, so it's a podcast, and the podcast is called Drinks With Dub, and I want to thank you for tuning in. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode and I'm going to talk some more shit and ain't nothing you can really do about it. The worst you can do right now to me is just not listen. And I don't know. And you don't even have to tell me that you're not listening. Like you can just walk past me when you see me in the street. And I don't know if you listen to it or not. It ain't really hurting my feelings. You know, I wish you did listen. You might have enjoyed yourself. Or, you, hey, you might listen and get offended. And then then I can really have some fun if you get offended by something I say. Because then I'm going to talk about you for being offended. Because that's the kind of shit I do. But I need to wrap this up. Uh, coming up on my time limit that I'm trying to give myself. Now I'll be back with a brand new episode next week. Maybe I'll have a guest. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll do something different. Maybe it'll be the same show. You know, with the with the way they're doing remakes and shit, I could just record this episode and put it out every week. You might not, you know, shit, you know, I might become a genius by just releasing the exact same podcast every fucking week. Be some new shit because, you know, nobody comes up with anything original anymore. Um, but that's the case. That's just what it is. This is uh, 
this has been Drinks with Dub. Uh, it's good to be back. It's it's good to be back doing this. I love doing this. I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for everybody that's liked the page and followed the pages. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you've been waiting on it, I'm back. Uh, thank you for being patient with me. If you hadn't been waiting on it, uh, well, you're getting it anyway. Um, like the page on Facebook, Drinks with Dub. Like like it and follow me on Instagram, Drinks with Dub. Um, until next time, like I always tell you, if you knew better, you do better. I'll be back next week. Peace.